What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of Health Unscripted with Dr. D. I am Dr. Ashley Dwyer. This week's episode, I know I've been taking like hiatus pauses again. We just launched our newest group mentorship called Master Your Metabolism. So we were heavy into getting that program off and completing the course components for it. If you haven't been on our email list or checking out any of our social media, you definitely have heard this, but if you haven't, um, we launched a new course component called the BDN Blueprint. So everybody in Master Your Metabolism has access to this as well as our one-on-one clients. And it's included free now as part of our one-on-one coaching, which is awesome. And I can't wait to add to it. But we have been, you know, I've been completely swamped trying to get this off the ground and and getting everything settled. So now we have some extra free time and I can kind of dive in. And something that's on the forefront of my mind, because I've been I've been really going through it the past, you know, oh my God, what is what month are we in? September? Um, the past 18 months and the past three months have been completely different and I want to explain why and you don't notice how much something affects you until you're out of it, right? So if anything, this episode is gonna bring awareness to the things in your life and you can have, you can maybe have those aha moments and be like, oh my gosh, what have I like, what have I been doing? Maybe I need to make some changes. So I don't know yet whether I want to title this, and obviously by the time you're listening to it, it'll have a title, but call it the like toxic environment toxicity episode or the trauma episode and like stored trauma and just going through a traumatic state um, and how how that really just affects your body and your health goals. So if you've been following me for a long time, you've been following me on social media, you guys know that I have had like a really hard time gaining weight the last year, year and a half. Um, Last February, March, I was probably, I was definitely around 135, 136. I was eating probably like 2000 calories, uh, 1900 some days. I wasn't, I was loosely tracking. And then I just started losing. Like I started losing, I started eating more and I started losing. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a reverse diet, like going wrong or a bulking, a bulk diet, (laughs) a bulking diet going wrong. I'm trying to put on weight here. Why am I getting leaner? Like what is going on? And I lost I think my lowest weight was like 126 and a half. So I lost significant amount of weight and a half pounds. And there was a point where I felt very sickly and very disgusting, like very lean. My legs leaned out a lot. Pants that used to fit me really well were now super loose in the legs. And like, it's not the waist that really bothered me. I've always had an issue with pants in the waist because I have to buy them bigger for my quads. But now it was like, now my legs are loose. Like I'm losing. What is going on? You could see it in my face. My family would be like, oh, you lost weight. Like, and I was so frustrated because I was trying to gain so badly. Um, and people were just like, stop losing weight. You're so skinny. And I didn't want to be skinny. I didn't want to be thin that I would immediately burst into tears. And it was really hard. Now I've kind of gotten over that. I've been able to put back on. I'm, you know, I range daily. I fluctuate from 129 to 131. If my coach is listening, you know, she'd get mad at me because if I tracked consistently, <laughs> I'd probably be making more progress because some days I'm sure I'm still under eating and other days I'm, I'm getting back up to where I need to be. My training has come down a lot, but what I noticed and what I was in denial about back then is the environment that I was in and how it was really unhealthy for me. And with all of that emotional toxicity around and constantly being triggered by, you know, we'll get into it, but 
It was really, really not good. I was in fight or flight for probably, what, until June of this year. Um, So uh, a good, like, 15 months. A good 15 months I was living in fight or flight. And so whatever, you know, it depends on the person. Some people who are in super, super stressful states tend to eat a lot more and gain weight very easily. I was ripping through everything I put in my body. And maybe that's because I'm on exogenous thyroid hormones or because, you know, I was still trying to be active in the gym. I'm not really sure. We're still trying to figure out what's going on with my uh, glycogen use and what, what we're doing in my body. Like I got up to over 300 carbs at one point and I couldn't put on a single pound. And it was like I couldn't eat any more food at one point was grossing me out. Um, It was bad. And so the relationship that I was in was literally probably killing me from the inside out. Like it was not good. And I know, you know, I always hear these stories and the first thing you think of is like, well, why did you stay? Why didn't you get out of that? And it's so much easier to see when you're on the outside, like, oh yeah, duh. (laughs) Than it is when you have like feelings involved, emotions involved, like People don't see the good stuff. They only see the bad stuff. But clearly I was ignoring all of the signs my body was giving me. Like I was constantly anxious. I had heart palpitations at one point and went to the doctor to get those checked out and turned like had to wear a heart monitor for a week and ended up being allergic to like the latex sticky stuff on the other side. So I could only wear it for four or five days instead of seven. But they got what they needed. It was fine. But I went through, like, I had really bad TMJ from just clenching and stress. Like, my body was giving me the signs. It was giving me the signs. And what I really needed to do was remove myself from that situation. But I couldn't because I was stupid <laughs> and in love. Um, and you know what? It's, it's time to, like, come out and talk about this because I kind of lived in silence for a very long time. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of over it. I've kind of dealt with it. Um, I do have a therapist. We speak weekly and I am transparent in an open book. You guys know this. So when I've properly dealt with it and kind of had enough, I come and share my story so that you guys can hopefully avoid it. I don't want you to do what I do. I want you to learn from what happens. This is why I'm a health coach now. Like don't burn out your adrenals and your body like I did. Learn from it. Eat more. Exercise less sometimes. Get quality sleep. So I was doing all that. I was doing all the sleep. I was eating more. I, I was training hard. I was like, why am I not putting on muscle? And the situation that I was in was just one where whew, there was lots of like toxic energy going on. There was a lot of negativity. There was a lot of mistrust. There was a lot of situations where people were involved in our relationship that shouldn't have been like exes, not my exes, um, that made life a living hell sometimes like constant harassment, stalking, showing up places where it almost got to the point where like, if you see that type of car, you start like having anxiety. If you like, you're constantly worried where you are, like looking over your shoulder, if someone's going to show up and this isn't like, you know, if this person listens to this, like, congratulations, you're a psycho. Um, whether you're feeling great that you made someone feel this way or not, it's not healthy. Right. And you're just like, oh, we can get through this. We can do this. And we did for a while, but you don't understand like the, the hold it has on you. And you couldn't, 
say anything about it. You couldn't be vocal on social media because unfortunately things were tied between some businesses. So it really affected money. Um, and I didn't want to be responsible for money issues, um, you know, for my boyfriend at the time. So I was quiet and I didn't post anything on social media. Like you guys saw, I'm usually an open book and I kept my private life very private. But what I also kept was how much I was suffering and how much people didn't know about this because it like they wanted it to be kept private. And now I realize how much I suffered, not the other person. I suffered because of how quiet everything was. And it totally took that out on my body. I could not make any health goals. I withered away eight and a half pounds. Um, Food aversions were real. I don't think I've cried that much in my entire life. Granted, now that I am out of it, I am out of that situation for good. I have actually been able to like breathe (laughs) and it was funny. I was always waiting for that sigh of relief to come. Like if you know what I'm talking about, it's that when you can just finally fucking relax, when your body can just like relax. And I never had that. I was always tense. I was always on edge. I was always anxious and I didn't realize how bad I was until I wasn't anymore. And that's kind of what the point of this episode is, is you don't realize your environment is so toxic or you don't realize maybe your partner is so toxic or the energies are so bad for you until you're out of it. So if you're having, you know, immense depression or anxiety, panic attacks, palpitations, weight gain or weight loss, um, you know, even hormone dysregulation, getting sick a lot because your immune system's down from stress. Like you can feel it. If you notice that you're in that change, like really take a hard look at the relationships in your life and your environment because something needs to change. I know for me that also was very true in my pharmacy environment. I was so unhappy and so miserable in my environment. And in fact, um, this guy that always approaches me at the gym, he's like an older gentleman. He's really nice. Like we, you know, we see the same people at the gym all the time. We just say, what's up? He was like, oh, I saw that Walgreens was offering a hundred thousand dollar signing bonus now for pharmacists. He's like, you're going to go back. I was like, hell no. Like you cannot pay me enough to sign a contract with one of those companies for even a hundred grand. No, because the environment for my mental and emotional health was so bad that I will not put myself back in that position. So These situations teach us a lot about ourselves, not only in our health goals, but about setting boundaries, about paying more attention to red flags, about sticking up for yourself instead of abandoning yourself for someone that does not, you know, someone or something that isn't really going to catch you when you fall, whether that's a company who treats you like a number, like corporate, or a person who really doesn't even know themselves enough or can take care of themselves well enough to take care of you. And, you know, if you're single and dating and you're doing all that, like, that's a big thing. That's a lot. A lot of people don't, don't understand how they affect others with their undealt with trauma and childhood upbringing. And this is why I preach therapy. I preach it. Go figure your shit out. Um, we even like, it's really funny. I I actually had my old therapist, like another therapist I've been with since I was 26, 27, 
And I started with this new one for couples therapy. Like we started with her and I absolutely fucking loved her. I loved her so much. I switched her over to be my full-time therapist. And now her and I chat. (laughs) Her and I are like really close now on therapy sessions. It's hysterical. And she even tells me, she's like, dude, when we started, you know, nine months ago, eight months ago, whenever we started, she's like, I wanted to shake you and tell you to leave this situation so badly but I couldn't, like you had to see it for yourself. And so I understand it's gonna be very hard to look at your reality and be like, I need to leave this job. I need to leave this person. What do I, what's my alternative? What if I have kids? What if it's a divorce? What if I don't have another job lined up? You will figure it out. You will figure it out. You can look for new jobs. You can put out applications, start small, start a side hustle. Like it doesn't have to be immediate. Um, Have the hard conversations, seek out therapy. Whatever it is that's causing you to feel this way, it's not worth being stuck forever and literally putting your health in extreme measures and extreme turmoil to continue living this way. Like if I had continued, it's crazy. I used to have these things like I know I'm, I mean, I'm a pharmacist. I'm in the healthcare world. Like I know how bad stress can affect your health. You could be the healthiest person in the world eat your greens all the time, take all the supplements, work out, and stress will still kill you because of how much of a negative impact it has on your body and an inflammation. Like you'll still have a stroke and be super healthy just from being, you know, super stressed. You can start, you know, give yourself, this sounds really extreme, but you can give yourself cancer and different things like that just from being in such a stressed out inflammatory state. It's a perfect environment for that stuff to grow and thrive. And that was not what I wanted to do. Not only was I super unhappy and didn't even realize it, but it's just so crazy thinking back on all that stuff now and talking about it. And obviously there's way more details that we're not going to get into, but Um, being out of it for three months now, I'm actually able to eat less and not lose weight. Like I'm not trying to reach for 2,400 calories because I absolutely have to, or my body will lose. Like I can, now that my stress has calmed down, I can eat a little less and my body's happy with it. I'm, I'm actually cut down on my training a lot to balance the stress out so that I wasn't further stressing out my body with training. Um, we actually has instituted an aerobic training protocol to build up. This is really interesting. My coach is going to post on it eventually, and then I'll be able to share more with you guys. But I, you know, we weren't using enough, enough fuel wasn't getting into my, like, there's no way you can build muscle in a catabolic state. And that's what I was in was a catabolic state. I needed to be in an anabolic state and which means growing versus destroying. So in my catabolic state, It was just like, I know I lost muscle. I know I lost body fat. I know I was losing everything and I wanted to gain muscle. I was eating so much protein. So now we've actually shifted into an aerobic protocol to build out more mitochondria in my cells to shift more fuel where it needs to go. And it's actually been freaking amazing. Like you guys have seen me post that I've been sprinting. Um, There is a method to the madness (laughs) and I have to thank my coach for that. I did seek out help when I needed it, not only therapeutic help for mental and and emotional, you know, coaching and therapy, but also with my nutrition and my, um, my training, because it was just something I didn't want to take on by myself anymore. I was already taking on so much trying to heal 
and trying to get my health back that I wanted someone else to be in charge. And then also running a company, being a CEO and running a business. Um, I'll be honest, I have no fucking clue how I got through last year successfully in my business the way I did with how I felt. And I'm sure some of you noticed, you know, maybe I didn't show up as happy and enthusiastic as I was some days. And, um, you know, I stayed away from stories some days or even posting reels because my face was swollen from crying. Like, you don't want to be on social media when you've been crying. Um, it's really sad. It makes me really sad right now. But this is what healing and moving on looks like. And you have to first and foremost, forgive yourself for like making those types of mistakes. That was a really hard thing that I still struggle with was being really upset at myself because I thought I had moved past all of that. I thought I was, you know, choosing better partners and I was. Um, And then I just kind of Mm, turned stupid (laughs) at the sight of this one or with this one. Um, and I have to laugh at myself because it's, it's true. Like, yes, there was something there obviously that kept me there. And, you know, deep down, I think this person could actually be a good person, but has a lot to learn and go through themselves. Um, and unfortunately I got dragged through all of it. So, It's just toxicity and drama, if they are not dealt with, will continue to restrict your health goals. They'll continue to drag you down and be the problem area. Um, If you've heard the book or heard of the book, The Body Keeps the Score. Actually, I'm going to Google the author because I forget every time. Keeps the Score by... Come on. Bessel van der Kolk. Well, that was a mouthful. But anyway, it's pretty, it's dry. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. It's pretty dry, but it's so packed with information um, based on how your body holds trauma and where you hold trauma. Either it's in your hips. Most women, we hold it in our hips and our hips hurt and, and mobility, lower back. It could be your neck and your traps. And that's where I hold a lot of my stress. It talks about the effect on HRV and heart rate when you're going through a stressful state. And it's actually, you know, I wear the whoop. And so I have physical data showing me how my HRV has like tanked over the year. And then the last three months, it's back to being in the 80s when I couldn't even get above 60s before. It was like maybe 65, Um, some days in the 70s. But now it's like way higher. My resting heart rate is lower 50s now instead of higher 50s. Like my body is is definitely healing and I my mind is healing. My mind is taking a little longer because you're obviously so pissed and you're hanging on to these like negative emotions. But um, I definitely, you know, it sounds crazy. Everyone's like, oh, if you if you would go back in time, like, would you still go through that stuff or would you would you change anything? Would you, you know, even even continue on the same path? And I think that's a hard question because I am so much stronger now and so much more aware than I was 18 months ago that I think I had like, I think I had to experience that shittiness to get to where I'm at and be the way I am right now. I think I had to experience the toxic pharmacy environment for me to know that's not what I wanted to do with my my life. 
I think I also had to go through like fights and, and bad friendships and stuff to learn who the good friendships are. You know, like we, you have to go through shitty moments to appreciate the good ones and to grow. And unfortunately, sometimes it can take a toll on you, but you have a choice to get out of those things. And so take a look at your environment. Like I was saying, take a look at some of the undealt with items in your life. Maybe you've been suppressing a lot of childhood things and shoving it down as far as you can. Um, it is stored somewhere. It is wreaking havoc somewhere. And if the body does not feel safe, it's not going to do what it needs to do. And so no matter how much we reverse diet and exercise and walk, sometimes if we have too much of this stored trauma and, you know, it'll be the game changer for our results. So I am going to 100% listen back to this <laughs> because I don't even know what I have word vomited for the last 20 minutes. Um, ooh, vulnerable episode for real, but it's amazing to me that I can now openly talk about it and not start crying, not start tearing up either at the expense of myself for like, you should have known better or just for how, you know, the memories kind of really make me emotional when I think about it. So the fact that I can like sit here and it, this is almost cathartic, like talking about it without, without crying makes me feel great and gives me like so much hope that, you know, the future is brighter and hopefully this will help some of you guys out there too. We're all human. We're all just doing our best and hopefully my stories can help either inspire or the opposite of inspire, just like make you, <laughs> make you realize <laughs> something going on in your life, but let me know what you guys think about this episode. You can post it and tag me on Instagram at Dr. Dwyer. Um, just kind of share your stories if you want to DM me, if you feel comfortable doing that. And uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. We'll get back on this track of every other week or even every week if I want to of um, recording these videos for you guys. So have an awesome Thursday. Thursday.